this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. We have we, to go really fast. <laughs> Why do we have to do that? Because I forgot the recording equipment <laughs> and I had to drive home. <laughs> I showed up late as per usual and forgot the equipment, so I had to hurry home and come back. So I guess we don't have to talk fast. We could just go through the top. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah we could do whatever we end up wanting to end up doing all right redo hello and welcome to this week's episode of say what you mean i'm jeff i'm jake and i hope everyone had a great thanksgiving i hope everyone was safe and not super shredding oh i'm sure there were plenty. i got some votes for super shredder dude did you yeah of course yeah little trolls i'm on to you trolls <laughs> um so did you have a good evening uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was quiet and didn't really do a whole lot. Yeah, for sure. Which was fine. Yeah. I, uh, we cooked a meal here, just Jen and I, um, we didn't go to see any family. We didn't have any family come over and it's the first time we had ever spent like a holiday, just us. Mm-hmm. And I think since we've been together, like it was, I don't know. It was kind of cool, especially with what the future may hold. You know, it was kind of nice. Just. No family, no, you know, mm-hmm. it can be a little hectic and chaos. You got to make sure you're paying attention to certain people. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you can't really pay attention to each other and just chill. Mm-hmm. So we did that. It yeah. was kind of nice. That's awesome. Jen birthed the ham. Birthed the ham? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, we're, you know, I, I'm sitting in the kitchen. I'm like, what's that smell? And then I open it and it's burning. And I'm like, What? And she's like, I turned it up. And I'm like, why? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, you just got to be patient. <laughs> uh, was it was it any of it salvageable? Oh, yeah. Most oh, of it okay, was. Gotcha. It was just like a little bit of the outside. But oh. it was just like, <sighs> just be patient. <laughs> just be patient. That's that's the thing with her with cooking is she's like, oh, maybe I can do two things at once or juggle multiple things. I'm like, just be patient. Mm. So, um, so then I made her cut the ham because she ruined it. Gotcha. <laughs> and that's a chore, you know. Oh gosh. And she's like, yeah. I'm probably not going to do this, right? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's already a burnt ham. <laughs> she was very, very sorry that she burnt the ham, but it was fine. Um, uh, so we're gonna, I dude, there was so much because it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We froze some of it and have leftovers. So well, there you use go. It, use it for other recipes. Try. I'm gonna make a soup. This weekend, I think, mm. a, a soup recipe I found. So Okay. Very chill, though. Um, other than being behind on homework and stressing at work and everything else that I have going on, mm-hmm. life's okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, yeah, I, did you even play games on Friday or Saturday? I played a little bit on Friday. Okay. I think we were playing the new Call of Duty. Were you? Friday. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't hear anybody talking, and I didn't see anybody talking yeah. in the group chat. So yeah, it's just, dude, I'm so busy. Like, I'm thinking, like, can I even play tomorrow? Like, I'm, I'm a week behind on one assignment, and one assignment's due this week. Oh, and they're big assignments. They're this campaign that I, t- I kind of mm-hmm. told you a little yeah. bit. I'm designing a campaign to get, uh, to address voter apathy or voter participation. Mm-hmm. So, um. Just in some of the research. It's so funny. People argue all these different things like voter apathy is not real. It's actually just this and this and this. Well, okay, you're arguing for why it's voter apathy, idiots. Yeah. Um, but people actually say voter apathy isn't a thing. Well, that it's not the reason that young people aren't voting. No. Um, 
but then they say they feel that they're being excluded and they feel like they're being, you know, mm-hmm. all these reasons to feel apathetic. Yeah. Um, it was just one article. But gotcha. Okay. The campaign that I'm designing is, uh, I mean, you could use it as a campaign. We could use it here. Um, I'm going to use some of the elements of, I think, To the Republic in the campaign mm-hmm. because the campaign is des- it's designed to address education and knowing civics history and u.s institutions the more that you know about those things the more that you're and in some of the research i found and i've used that as evidence but like when people know more they do more Mm -hmm. so and that's what i've learned through my own experience yeah i was apathetic until i took poli sci 101 and then i was like whoa like this shit actually matters Mm -hmm. and then it got me more interested in participating more and if that's just one case for me I think, you know, it's 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 just beneficial to have people know how things work to then hopefully do more, whether that's voting or volunteering or whatever that may look like. Sure. So it's a it's a big project. It's the final project for that class. I have sixteen days to get it done to the end of the semester. Wow. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm but you're you're getting done, like you're only got two semesters after this, right? Yes. Wow. Yes? Yeah. Spring. And then next semester, fall semester, I think I'm done. Oh, you're not doing summer? Hell no, dude. I'm <laughs> uh, summers are always worse in the trucking industry, which, I'm, which yeah. I work in. Mm-hmm. So juggling that with – it's just too much, dude. Yeah. It's too much. Plus everything else that's happening, mm-hmm. it's just – it's a lot. Gotcha. Anyways, tell yeah. me about your life. My life? Uh, your life. Oh, did you show your sister the shirt? I did. And? Yeah, she loved it. Okay. Yeah, she loved it. Good. Yeah, she's um, hopefully going to be back in a couple weeks. Not sure exactly when, but okay. um, yeah. For so, Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to looking forward to that. Looking That's forward good. to seeing her. Uh, let's see. What else is going on in my life? Just been, been doing a lot of photography. Oh, dude. How do I not even say that? Your shit is next level, Jake. Well, thank you. What are you doing? It's like one day you woke up and you're like, I think today I'm going to start being one of the greatest photographers of the Northwest. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? Where did this come from? Uh, Just getting up at the right time, being at the right... You think it's literally just the time? Yeah. I don't know, dude. light Light has a lot to do with that. I mean, sure, but wow. Like, if you're not following Jake on Instagram... What's wrong with you? You don't even care about the world. <laughs> like it is so like th- I, I speechless sometimes, dude. I'll open it up. I'm like, no way he took that. Yeah. But then you got your little fucking copyright in the bottom, so I'm like, he must have taken it. Yeah, I started that. <laughs> so um, Lightroom is a great uh, Lightroom is a great way to adjust colors. Mm-hmm. Um, do a little bit of do a little bit of post editing and uh but when you hit the light the right time yeah it's taken me a long time to figure out lighting for sure and so you don't have to do a lot like there wasn't a lot that i had to do to do to those um images and just do when you're we're in a place as picturesque as Coldwater Lake, which is, it's just, honestly, it's just putting yourself in the right position and knowing the time. Like I have this app, it's called uh, photo pills mm-hmm. and it tells me ex- I could put the little marker anywhere on the, ma- anywhere on the globe 
and it'll tell me when um which direction the sun and moon are going to wow. be wow um, it tells me the the it brackets out um uh nautical twilight blue hour and golden hour and then so i, I know exactly when i need to have my ship positioned and be wow. in the, the spot that i want so i'm constantly watching weather apps and knowing when when things are going to be clear mm-hmm. when my window is to take photos that's so like it the reason why these photos are, are good is because I'm spending literally hours researching yeah. where on the trails I want to be on, like when I have to be set up at and just figuring out all of that. So when I get there, literally just pushing the button is... I mean, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And it's part of the photography. Mm-hmm. It is. Dude. Yeah. That's one of the funnest parts of the photography right. for me now is because um, now I kind of know the camera. Right. And it's like, okay, well, if I want to be shooting... In blue hour, and I want to get some stars in the background. Like I need my ISO at about sixteen hundred to two thousand, but not over two thousand, because then I get too much noise in the color mm-hmm. and too much noise in the colors. So uh, noise is when you get that kind of grainy mm-hmm. look. And and um, so like I don't want more than two thousand, but then. Um, you know, then knowing what my shutter speed needs to be and my mm-hmm. aperture to get like, you know, that long crisp fo- in focus and figuring out all of now that I kind of have a better grasp on that. And I think if you go back through all my photos since I kind of started photography back in like June, mm-hmm. you can really see my progression of figuring out the camera. Oh, yeah. And now that I've gotten more comfortable with knowing how the camera works, I can focus on all of the rest of the stuff more, more. Right. So I think that has been probably the biggest the biggest um, culprit of my um, my kind of my advancements, but I've been really proud of the last few images that I've I've taken. If you haven't done Coldwater Lake hike, it's uh, up near Johnson's Ridge on Mount St. Helens. It's gorgeous. It's an easy hike. Uh, it's just eight miles. St. Helens uh, up on St. Okay. Helens. Yeah, it's basically you park there and you can you can walk one side of the lake and it's eight miles to the end it's there and back is eight miles so it's four miles to the end four miles back or you can do the long 12 mile loop but the 12 mile loop includes four miles of really really tough terrain where you go all the way up the sides of the mountain i'm going to do that eventually it just um wasn't 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 something i was ready to do right uh, Sunday. Um, CJ told me, I don't know if he told you about the Pete Souza documentary. He's a photographer for the Obama administration and Reagan. Okay. Um, so I had DVR'd it and saved it. Um, I haven't finished it yet and I'm bringing this up cause I know CJ is listening, but, um, what a, what an interesting documentary so far. Like hmm. just captivating talking about just the unlimited access he had during the Reagan administration and Obama administration. And that was the, the, the one caveat he had when he was going into the Obama administration. He's like, okay, I'll do it, but I want unlimited access. And they're like, all right. And Obama was cool with it. And just, uh, just like, I don't know, man, like what? And then like, he's being interviewed at one point on a panel and they're like, how do you think photography plays into history like it's just such a stupid question dude <laughs> it's a stupid question like uh, I, I but um, it's amazing to watch just like and hear him discuss about being a part of these big moments but also very candid moments and capturing moments um i don't know it's super interesting anyways i had to bring that up you mm. should check it out if you can um i'll send you a link that shows you like where you can watch it um, as a photographer, I think you would enjoy it. Okay, I would love to because yeah. I mean, one being a fan of history, yeah, uh, and f- photography that would be a great, um, that would be 
really interesting to yeah. watch. I think I'm, I really want to, I don't know how, I'm trying to figure out a way to finance <laughs> my photography because right. it shit's expensive. And uh, I've also been using, I borrowed a, a different camera oh, um, okay. to uh, my manager, one of my um, managers that mm-hmm. I work with, uh, Fisherman's, his name's John. Mm-hmm. He's been kind of like my financier of my photography because right. he gave me the camera I'm using right now, my Nikon uh, 7100. And it's a great camera. It's just, I want to go mirrorless. And he let me borrow his mirrorless camera, which is a Fujifilm. And it's a little tiny thing, but it, it just takes gorgeous photos. Mm. And I've been researching and I think I've settled on the next camera I'm going to buy, but it's expensive. It's mm-hmm. going to be expensive. It, and it's like the the second oldest generation of Sony's uh, A7R series. But it's even at like a five-year-old body, it's still like a the body is still like twelve hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and then I gotta have to buy lenses on top of that. Right. So it's, uh, but it, it's mirrorless is the way to go if you're thinking about getting into photography. Go spend the money and go mirrorless. It takes off of that. It's just right. Just get it if you really if you really think you're going to be, um, if you think you're really going to get into photography. Uh, and you've got an eye for it. Just spend the money on mirrorless. Don't don't waste your money on like an entry level DSLR. You're just going to eventually. I mean, you're you're basically throwing six hundred dollars out the window. Um, that's just my. That's just something I wish that I had known right. then because I have all of this stuff that I'm never going to use again. And then because I want to f- switch over to right. mirrorless. But that's dope. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. I think I want to go to Cape Disappointment this Sunday mm. uh, and try to photograph uh, that lighthouse with yep. the with the waves from the other side of the bay. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cape, have you ever hiked up there? I haven't. <laughs> it's brutal. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> if you do the whole hike, because it's okay. just the incline the whole time. Is not it? the whole time, but mm. it's not that brutal. But it's just like. Holy crap. If you don't know where you're going, you're like, where the hell is this lighthouse? <laughs> that always makes it worse. Yeah, that was uh that was sounds similar to Misery Ridge down at Smith Rock, which is mm. where I was for my birthday. Yeah. Um so that was that was a really big incline, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. worth it. Worth yeah. it when you can get the right shot. So. Um I like Cape Disappointment. It's cool. Never been there. You haven't? No. It's gorgeous. I've only gone in like the summer, but I've seen some of those pictures mm-hmm. of the waves crashing against it. Wow. Yeah, I need I've been there's a camera uh, pro photo supply in downtown portland mm-hmm. rents uh lenses oh wow and, uh and i want i need to go rent a lens from them but that's it's expensive cool. it's like 35 bucks a day to rent a lens so that's not too bad how much does it cost to buy a lens well like the lens i would want mm-hmm. you know a thousand bucks okay 35 yeah. ain't mm-hmm. that bad <laughs> uh, anything else going on? Um, let's see. No, just getting ready for. Well, the the Jets are an absolute dumpster fire. Well, we knew that. Mm-hmm. They're zero and eleven. Wow. Okay. Yeah, still haven't won a game yet. Wow. And the coach finally admitted that he let the quarterback down. His job was to come in and groom Sam Darnold, and he admitted this morning that he did not do that job, which is an, an, an understatement. But interesting that he was actually willing to admit that publicly. Yeah. Uh, also, there was a. He claims he wasn't calling plays last week, but you can see him talking into the mic, calling plays. It's this has just gotten to a new level of embarrassment, dude. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. What's happening? He was trying to throw his offensive coordinator under the, under oh. the bus because they scored three points against Miami. 
Mm. Yeah. And looked really bad doing it. Who is this guy? Who is this coach? His name's Adam Gase. Um, He was fired by our rival, the Miami Dolphins, because he was bad down there. So what what do the Jets do? They hire the guy that their rival fired immediately. Like, he didn't have any time off. It's just he was fired from Miami, and then, like, a week later was hired by the Jets. Head coach. Head coach. Wow. Yeah. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. Why mm-hmm. are they? Because they're both bad teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be like when the, the, I don't know, the Sacramento Kings fired Luke Walton. Yeah. And the Blazers are like, all right, that's our guy. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> like, not only was he a bad coach on a bad team. Right. Like, the Miami, Miami didn't do anything with him as a coach. I just. That's strange. It's hard being a fan of them. Yeah. But on b- better news, Blazers. Yeah, what about them? Uh, I think they start preseason in like two weeks or like a week and a half. We'll see, dude. Everyone's got COVID. Nobody in basketball, it seems like. No, CJ sent me some statistics on basketball COVID. Always relying on CJ. <laughs> um, no, I know Mo Bamba is all messed up. And like he tested positive back in June and he's still dealing with. The NBA announced that 48 out of the 546 players tested positive for COVID when they reported to their home markets for testing conducted November 24th to the 30th. Oh. All players that have tested positive have been isolated. Okay. It's not going to happen, dude. You don't think the season's going to happen? Dude, I mean, maybe. The NFL has gone ahead with it. Like the NFL just said for better or worse. Did you see that the Denver Broncos played a game without a quarterback? Because their entire quarterback room had to quarantine. No. Yeah, they had to play a they had to play a practice squad wide receiver who was a backup quarterback in college, at quarterback on Sunday in an NFL game. In an NFL game, that is not. They completed one pass for nine yards or something like that. That was their entire offense. Wow. Yeah. The NFL just says, screw it. We're going. We're like, yeah, but we're I just mean, going for it. You're going to watch a game where Damian Lillard, Carmelo Anthony, and CJ McCollum are sick and have to sit out? Am I going to watch it? Yeah. I mean, as a Blazer fan, I'll probably still yeah, tune we'll in. probably watch it. But if they're going to uh, against the Lakers, who are a full, completely staffed and healthy. I'd watch it for a quarter. It's gonna, but, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, dude, I don't. I don't know, man. But there's a vaccine. There's a, there is a there is a vaccine coming. Uh, are are would you would you take the vaccine? There's a lot of people I've been talking to who say they aren't going to. I don't. So I saw a report that said like like ten to fifteen percent are experiencing pretty bad. Um, what's it called? Side, side effects. Side effects to it. Um, but I guess in the UK they're going to start administering it. And Obama, Bush, and someone else said that they'll take it. They'll take footage of them getting in on film. Who knows what's really in the vial that they're taking? Mm. But <laughs> clearly a tracking device because our phones aren't already that stupid. dude. <laughs> I'm not worried about, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. government control and blah, 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 blah. I'm worried about injecting something into my body that maybe cause worse side effects or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, but we'll see. Well, there's two different types. There's two different types of these vaccines. There's like the one, there's like the RNA and the other one yeah. is like some sort of like. This is where we need CJ. Yeah, we do need <laughs> CJ for this because I don't feel confident talking about this at all. I did a right. little bit of reading on it and I'm like, I'm an expert now. And now I forget exactly. Yep. Now I forget most of the, what I read. So I'm not even going to try to sound like I know what I'm talking about. I, I think I will. I, I'm pretty confident I will 
happening. When it's available for me to take, right. meaning that I'm like at the lowest risk, right. it probably won't be available for me to take until next year. But right. uh, I, I, I think I would. For sure. Um, just Look, if I can go to Disneyland, I don't, whatever. Just If it was sponsored by Disney, I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, how do you feel about this? Government-mandated vaccines. I don't even think it's constitutional, which is why I don't think it'll there will right, have a mandate right. here in the in the U.S. But what, what just your thoughts on it? Say there was a country that was going to mandate it, dude. I don't know, man. I mean, but what about like schools? Like your kids can't come to school unless they're vaccinated, mm-hmm. and the it's a government funded institution mm-hmm. that's technically government mandated vaccinations. Vaccinations, yeah, right, yeah. I That's mean, there's true. there's ways that they've been doing it already. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. But it's 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 the, okay. What if this was ten times more lethal, right? The the coronavirus mm-hmm. or whatever the pandemic may be. You're gonna see a lot more people give up a lot more to 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 get it fixed. Mm-hmm. If it was lethal to the levels like a movie type pandemic, scenario, yeah. like pandemic, uh, like uh, what's that movie? Contagion. Yes. Yeah. You're going to see people lock themselves in their house. More, you know, they're going to they're going to follow rules if more more people are dying. Not that a lot of people aren't dying because there are a lot of people dying. But I, I don't know, man. It's different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've never not that we've never. I'd like to see how I'd like to do more research on 1918 and see how the government reacted and how the citizens reacted, like maybe more primary sources, yeah. maybe more news articles, interviews and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's a pandemic. We're not talking about like a, your normal flu season shot. Yeah. We're talking about a pandemic that is killing people. I don't know, dude, but that's what I'm saying. So in the, in the point that I'm making, if it was more lethal, I guarantee you, nobody argues that you must get your effing shot. So less people die. But people think it's a hoax and you have a president who's spouting off this. Don't even get me started on him, dude. Well, did you see he was at the G20 uh, a couple weeks ago and he was upset that he he was upset that the fake news media wasn't talking about how COVID is still a thing in the rest of the world and then was disappointed that the that all the g20 was talking about was covid because he thought that there was more important things to be talking about and then skipped the part of the g20 summit about coordinating uh pandemic response responses and went golfing instead yeah just to touch back i'll probably take the vaccine now to donald trump did you see his 46 minute speech which one the most important speech he'll give in his presidency it was like yesterday. The one on Fox News? Uh, it was a 46-minute speech on the election. That's a State of the Union-length address. Dude. <laughs> oh, I watched it this morning, dude. It's... Is that what you had on when I was... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was listening to it and watching it. Um, I just... I can't... I feel like I shouldn't, and I can't just give him any more of my energy, but just like that speech, if you... if Just... Just get the transcript and just look at the language. I'm the most popular. Popular. Like, it's just disgusting, dude. And the way that he's vilifying just Democrats in general. I We have not ever vilified Republicans as a whole because, I mean, we know that Republicans are kind of split. There's Trump supporters and then there's Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when we talk about kind of the opposition, it's usually Trump supporters. But that's not, generally speaking, Republicans. No. And I don't call them traitors. <laughs> and the way that he's just, the way that he's talking about he the dog whistles and just all of it, dude. I'm so, I'm getting infuriated listening and watching this speech. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's got to go, dude. And he's doing everything he can not to. Well, he's trying to do enough to sway public opinion to get in the last ditch effort to get state legisl Republican state legislatures to elect to throw out electors and put in place people who will cast their electoral votes for for him. That's disgusting. He knows he's lost. Yeah, he knows that all of this is horseshit. He doesn't believe, and I don't think he personally believes any of it, but I think he is has not come to the reality that he can't sue his way or litigate his way out of something. Yes. For his entire life, he's just been able to tie everything up in court long enough that everybody around him just gets tired of dealing with him in his nonsense, and they just settle. Yeah. Well, you can't settle with the with the federal government. Right. On when you when you're talking about the election processes, the election processes, yeah, like that, there is no settling because there there isn't a dollar amount that he can spend to buy the presidency, right? So I think well, he that tried. I, mean, I mean I know he's tried <laughs> and he's still trying. Like yeah. they just filed new um, new lawsuits in Nevada, yeah, claiming that they feel that they have enough evidence to overturn Nevada's election, just like they felt like they had enough evidence to overturn every other. St- you know, contra- every other battleground state's election. It's interesting failed. that, yeah, all the fraud is only in battleground states. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> uh, but that brings me to the point that Barr says Justice Department found no evidence of voter fraud that would change election outcome. Yep. That's and your buddy telling you it doesn't exist. That's the guy that has gone to bat so many times for the president. Right. And I'm surprised the president just fire him. He's fired everybody else that's crossed him. Yeah. They're just axing people left and right at the DOD right now. Yeah. Oh, I know. And they're going after the FDA head because they're pissed that the FDA um, didn't do enough to approve a vaccine before the election. And Trump. Wow. Trump ties. So Trump wanted to be able to tout that. He, the United States under his presidency, administered the first vaccine. Yeah. Because then that would be part of his legacy, right? I don't know why he would want coronavirus, anything about the coronavirus to be tied to his legacy, but apparently he's convinced himself. Well, I mean, historically, if it's under Biden, it'll look like... It was Biden. It was, here's Biden. Biden came in as president, and then there was the vaccine. Yeah, for sure. It's like they ran um, hostage situation. Yes. Carter did all the work, yes. and then because they were released under Reagan, Reagan gets the credit for getting right. those hostages released. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I get, I get the point. But <clears throat> Trump's, so, Trump's so, clearly done all the work. But the FDA, right, can only approve what has been submitted to them for approval. Yeah. You can't help that Pfizer or Moderna or all the other vac- all the companies working on vaccines didn't submit anything for yeah. emergency approval. But yet they're blaming the FDA chief for not like doing more. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Force a company to go put pressure on a company to release, to ap- apply for something they don't feel is ready yet? Yeah. Like that's why I would never have taken a vaccine 
prior to the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was I would be afraid for that level of politics being infused into the into yeah. the process. Now that we're on the other side of it, I feel a little bit more confident. I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. If watch if you can watch a little bit of that forty six minute speech. It's it, it's very telling about his presidency, who he is, uh, his um, his goals, his objectives, what he wants. It's just. I don't understand how people watch that and go, that's right. <laughs> I just don't get well, it. Well, Black Friday, we had... Black Friday, oh, we had I wanted to, to know about to, it, yeah. We had to... So many people... Like, I had to tell this guy to move on because he was... I was up front yeah. working on a cash register and one of my... One of the cashiers was... Had this guy who would not... started the conversation by saying, you're probably not allowed to talk about politics here, are you? And before she could even get a word out, he just goes into this diatribe about how the real news media who reports the real news uh, discovered all of this stuff about ballot fraud and all of this kind of stuff. And they're going to be over. It's going before the legislature and they're going to have their all of this is going to be exposed. And the president, you know, the president is going to win. And I just eventually after like a couple minutes, I just told the guy, I'm like, hey, man, like we've got a line like, dude, you've got to go. And. It's just, but there was a lot of that. Like, there was a lot of people who were asking yeah. the cashiers, like, who they voted, like, who they voted for. Really? In the election. Yeah. It, dude, it was gross. We kicked so many people out without, for out, like, not wearing masks. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah, it's, dude, it was just, it's just so weird. People, believe, man, they believe it. And they're turning on Fox or turning on federal, fellow Republicans. Oh, yeah. Did you see that thing about uh, the, the governor of Arizona? Mm-mm. Uh, so, so, help like months ago yeah or this is like actually like a year ago he had this thing where he said he he's like i'm turning my because he's a big he, the governor of Arizona is a republican right and he's a big trump supporter yeah and he was doing all he could to try to get fox to uh on election night was doing everything he could to get fox and the ap to uh rescind calling arizona because yeah. and he was telling the president personally like you still have a shot here you still have a shot here so like this guy is a trump loyalist yeah he said like a year ago that he changed the ringtone to hail to like his ringtone song to hail to the chief anytime that the president or pence calls him so that he doesn't miss a call from the president. He did this whole thing as like a sign of loyalty to the president. Wow. So he's dude. when he it was sitting Brown at the knows. when he was sitting at the desk, this was two days ago in Arizona was cert, he signed this he certified Arizona's election. Yeah. He's sitting there about to sign oh, it. No. And you heal you hear Hail to the Chief playing out of his pocket. <laughs> he reaches into his pocket, pulls out his phone, looks at it, sees who it is, sets the phone down, and then sign and then certifies the election. You should see that. You should watch oh, that video. Oh, that sounds amazing! Mm-hmm. What a brown nose, dude! <laughs> oh, that's gross. But then, of course, like right after that, Trump like calls him like he's not a like that guy that governor of Arizona. He's not a real Republican. Like who <gasps> would sign? Who would sign? Uh, who would um, certify uh, fraudulent election results if you're like a dude, real Republican? It's it doesn't just, matter who you are, dude. Right? He'll turn on you. Exactly. It doesn't exactly. matter who you are, what you've done for him. Hopefully that guy learns a damn lesson. He won't, but well, here here's something you could see happening, right? Like he, we've talked a lot about him creating his own media network, yeah, which I think he's still laying the groundwork for, or right. at least creating like keeping it as an option. Mm-hmm. When that thing fails, which dude, it will, he, he's going to turn on the people who 
he's going to turn on his very supporters for not watching his garbage. Yeah. Yeah. He, every single person who supports him, whether indirectly or directly, he will turn on you too. Yeah. It's that's weird. Who, that's who he is. Yeah. That's a great point. But they love him. Yeah. They love him. They're willing to lie for him. Like Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Like what <laughs> are you doing? I don't know. I Whatever. Everyone's political career is taking hits because at some point they are choosing to defend him. And then he, as soon as something goes wrong and he needs someone to blame, it's them. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I'm so afraid of him running in 2024. <sighs> Especially if he announces that he's running for office in 2024 the day he steps out of office and he spends the next four years campaigning because all we're going to have to hear about on the news is Mm -hmm. his campaign speeches he's going to be getting campaign coverage for four straight years you think the media loves him that's true regardless of they love him or hate him they air his crap yeah that's true i mean we talk about him here He's going to dominate. We are part of the media, dude. He is going to dominate the news cycle for four years if he if he decides to run again, which scares the living hell out of me. But the Republicans, if they stand up to him now, they'll take a hit in two years. But I guarantee you they'll come out of it better than yeah. if they continue to enable him. Mm-hmm. Because if they continue to enable him, the American people are going to remember remember them for two four six years yeah. in the in in the future i just hope that they can but you look at guys like marco rubio rubio 2024 hopefuls following their trump they're basically following the trump playbook yeah with their rhetoric i don't know it's what got him to win true but it's also what got him to lose yeah i just hope that we can maintain this level of i just hope that we contain the co- can can maintain the coalition that it took to get right him out of office this because is, yeah. there are so many diverging interests yes at play you've yeah. got moderate republicans left-winging progressives who held who quote held their nose and voted for biden mm-hmm. because they saw that they saw the greater threat yes you've got African Americans, you've got all sort other minority, vo- other other minorities, young people. You mm-hmm. have people who voted at higher levels than their than than their demographics generally vote. Right. Can you maintain that four years from now when the threat isn't potentially Donald Trump, but somebody actually more competent, but yeah. which makes them more dangerous? Yes. I don't know if you can or not, and that and that is that is scary to me. Yeah, that's one thing I'm kind of looking at in that campaign creation is like. How do you sustain right now? We have all these, like you're saying, converging groups or interests pushing for the why people are voting. And does that sustain? Does that, you know, does that happen? Does that continue in a midterm election? No. I mean, the the, the Democrats had, a, you know, that huge turnout in 2018. Yeah. And... But then that obviously didn't. I think the people voted at the same levels of 2018. It's just the gains that the Republicans made yeah. were exponential, right? And I wonder how much the pandemic played into low vert, like lower voter turnout in places like Miami Dade, because like as we talked about, Biden wasn't allowing his canvassers to go out door right, knocking, right, whereas right. Trump was. So Trump had a massive advantage there. Yeah, yeah. I wonder in a normal year election if canvassers are, are able to do their jobs normally, 
what if you would have if if you would have seen a tighter race in florida or something stuff like that but the demographics are shifting so much and the electoral map is so different than it was even during the obama years Mm -hmm. like missouri used to be missouri and virginia used to be uh, up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Now Missouri is solid red. Right. And Democrats don't stand a chance in Missouri, and Republicans don't stand a chance in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And now it's Pennsylvania. Um, right. Right. So it, it's just it's weird to me that how how states have changed and have gotten more solid red or more solid blue, while mm-hmm. others have become toss ups. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I it's going to be in four years from now. It's going to be incredibly interesting. Not just to see who the Republicans end up putting up. And if Biden is running for a second term or not, I, mm-hmm. uh, I just dude broke his foot playing with his dog. Yeah, you wouldn't imagine that he'd be running for a second term. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. We'll I, I I do. I am encouraged by this. Is that and it it reinforces my belief that I made the right choice in the primaries for who to support for the Democratic nominee Kay. because we see Trump basically burning down everything Mm -hmm. as he's on his way out. He's trying to make it as difficult for Biden to do his job. Yeah. Which is great for the American people. Yeah. You know, it's fantastic. And, but Biden was the one guy who could start, who could get those levers, who could pull, start pulling those levers and get the engine started. Yes. Because he has those connections more than any other person on that, on that panel. So maybe he wasn't the best candidate, but he was the best candidate to come after Trump Trump. because Biden was able to foresee all of what Trump is doing Mm -hmm. and has the connections without being in power Mm -hmm. to make stuff happen. So the man of damage that Trump is trying to do on it, just going scorched earth on his way out isn't as devastating. Cause you could imagine someone like Pete Buttigieg, right? Who I think has a bright future in the democratic party. We're really well-spoken has a good maybe doesn't know policies or doesn't have the executive experience stuff like that but he's got he you could tell when he thinks about things and he's well read real well researched and you can tell i i like the connections that he makes and i think he's i think he's going to be a a good candidate or a good person within the democratic party for a while but seeing someone with that little experience dealing with what biden is dealing with right now it would be exponentially worse because where does where does Buddha judge go? Yeah, he might be smart, but do, unless you've got those connections to be able to make to be able to actually make stuff happen, Buddha judge would be sw- would be swimming in a like swimming out yeah. of sea right yeah. now. Yeah, that's a good point. Like Biden's already like initially already had a transition team working and creating their own like uh like place of operations because they knew that he, Trump was going to allow the transition team to come in and mm-hmm. start gaining access to stuff and that's a good point yeah i like that so because we were late what time is it now oh we got well, some we got time. some time yeah um just to switch gears here a little bit Catherine o'hara you know who that is i do not you're the worst home alone fan ever is that the mom yes okay so i was looking on twitter today and people were like what oh my gosh did you know that Catherine o'hara was in beetlejuice and home alone i didn't know that what is wrong with you people? I've never seen Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is amazing, dude. I just watched it. Oh, really? So good. Anyway, she uh, she recently posted on social media a side-by-side like reenactment of her doing her little... <laughs> Kevin! And oh, then really? fading. Yeah. Oh, okay. Of uh, 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 fainting. It was from Home Alone 2 because she's like laughing mm-hmm. like, I couldn't have done this again. It's pretty cool, a little side-by-side. Um, 
But on Twitter, everyone's like, she was in Beetlejuice? What? These stupid young millennials. <laughs> Gen, Gen Zs. Gen Zs. Happy birthday, Jake. Thank you again. Oh, that's... Uh, Your gift came. Your gift came. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, turtle doves. <laughs> oh, turtle doves. Yeah. That's awesome. Show me that again. Yeah. Doves of friendship, dude. They are. You know, me and my sister always talk about... So, um, this is one of our favorite references from from the movie because like right you have this homeless woman who helped kevin out like kevin's not alive without the homeless woman right and, right and kevin is such a dick to her throughout the throughout the movie <laughs> right he screams at her the first time he sees her he um when she, they go up to her little loft above the symphony like orchestra area yeah. and he was like comparing her like whatever loss and trauma that happened to the past to him not getting his roller skates for christmas <laughs> or something like that <laughs> like, she's homeless it's like, and dude. she's homeless and he's talking about how crappy it was that he didn't get rollers like roller skates yeah. and uh and she's like oh that makes sense or something like that and i'm like we're like so anyway the family right so <laughs> this woman helped him saved him from uh the, the sticky bandits yes at the end she's out in central park in the snow feeding her pigeons feeding her pigeons the family is up with all of those free gifts that they got from the ding dang dong plaza hotel oh yes for their screw up and in a freaking massive suite. In a massive suite. And she's down there, the woman who saved their son's life. And the only one to come out and say anything to her is Kevin. And all he does is give her turtle doves. <laughs> I just, uh, anyway, that was just, my, me and my sister have had way that's too much pretty, time to break down, funny. To break down uh, that, uh, Not, that hey, movie. Not, come but out of the cold and spend Christmas with us. Exactly. Here's a turtle dove and stay Dude, out in the like, snow, you smelly old bag. Yeah, she smells like bird shit. <laughs> She's not coming inside. So anyway, thank that's you terrible. so much for the tur- turtle dove. Yeah, this of course. Is the, this is fantastic. Yeah. I cannot wait um, to, I don't know who I'm going to give this to. Dude, you, ha- I mean, I'm not going to tell you who to give it to, but. How do you not give it to your sister? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> How do you not? I'm excited because I'm going to wrap this. I'm going to give this to her for Christmas. There you go. Yeah, but I'm going to make her go stand out in the cold first, and then yeah. walk out and give it to her. Be like, you have to get your gift outside. That's a great idea. I'm going to Is do she that. She doesn't. No, she doesn't. Okay, to this. good. So I'm going. I'm going to. That's how I'm going to give it to her. I'm going to force her to go stand out in the cold outside, and I'm going to bring it to her. That's oh, that's great. <laughs> that is good. Anyways, happy birthday. Thank, thank you so much. I don't know why they canceled it. The Whoever the first um, distributor or whoever was the shipper that I ordered from first, they canceled it the oh, day really? it was supposed to arrive. So I was like, mother effers. <laughs> so that one. Where did you even go about finding this? That one that one was on Amazon. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're everywhere. Too. Are they? They're everywhere except for in actual stores. Mm. There's a is, lot of stuff like that. It's frustrating. Like Harry Potter stuff. Like mm-hmm. all the cool Harry Potter stuff if not in stores. Like no. even Hot Topic doesn't have cool Harry Potter stuff. They got some stuff, but not cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hot Topic does have some pretty cool stuff, though. They do have cool stuff. But as far as Harry like Harry Potter, they've got the very basic. Yeah, yeah. Pop yeah. figures and yeah. scarves. and. I can't... Do you get annoyed when you see the all anything that has to do with always? No, we've talked about this before. That's you right, do. we have talked about this. Yeah, which brings me up brings up an interesting point. So I sent you a, a little video of a, a Harry Potter watch party. 
Oh, yes. And you were so annoyed. <laughs> by well, it's it. just because they're going to watch the movies. Yeah, they Who have. Who gets excited to go watch the movies? They had the whole place decorated, and there was, like, candy and different Harry Potter-themed foods. And, all like, they went all out. And you're just like, lame. I, I, I think it is lame. I Why? Just, because it's the movies. A lot of people watch Amy, the movies. But I'm sorry. I don't consider you a real Harry Potter fan if you hold uphold the movies as, equ- as equal to the books. I mean, no, but you're not going to get a party to read. Or talk about the books. Or do a trivia night or something. Something that's the movies. You like actually like sitting down and watching the movies. Do you I, not? No. Interesting. I have tried. Like my sister and Kylie have bo- have tried to get me to sit down and actually watch Harry Potter movies, and yeah. I'm, I'm bored in 30 seconds. Yeah, I can't. I don't remember the last time I've watched one of them. Honestly, they're not good. Yeah, they're not great. They're not well acted. They they skip over really important parts. Unless yeah. you have read the books, the story doesn't make sense in the movies. Um. So Taryn is somebody who listens often enough mm-hmm. for this show and she was like i love harry potter i was like oh what's your favorite book and she's like i've never read the books <gasps> and i was like you cannot say you love harry potter <laughs> but she recently started reading them and i was like get it girl like nice yes finally like now mm-hmm. now you'll know yeah there's not there's nothing in com- there's nothing that compares to nothing those books yeah so she's she's a transphobic creep but she is, but I can separate her work from her as a person. You're not allowed to do that. Not allowed to? No, not That's in 2020, dude. You're no. not woke, bro. Apparently not. Like Michael Jackson? I feel like there's so much that those books for their time did at at um, challenging norms. Norms. Yeah. Especially with uh, the whole mud blood thing. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. And That's old news, dude. Nobody cares about I that. Remember how much flack she took from the Christian right when she said Dumbledore was gay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not woke enough, dude. Apparently not. <laughs> like, I get the whole... I mean, I get... That's that woke the trans, the trans, The trans thing wasn't great because not right. only did no. she say a bad thing, she was given a chance to, like... Give her stupid apol like give her stupid apology that nobody actually believes, but then doubled down on it. And it's like okay, like you deserve all of the criticism you're getting. People are talking about like removing tattoos and really, oh yeah. I mean, that's you. Like that's on your body. You go and do what you want to do. I, however, will continue to love the books because they mean mean, so much to me, and the story is is amazing. Well, and it's not like you're going out and you have your sets. Because mm-hmm. you have two, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I have my readers, and Nerd. I have my, my the ones I keep for for decoration. <laughs> um, but you're not putting more money in your pocket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not. You you have your sets. You read them. You don't like the movies, so it's like it's not like you're. And you know. I, I I have trashed on her for endorsing the abomination of the cursed child as the eighth official book. Right, right. Um, I don't particularly. I didn't like you and I wouldn't we we wouldn't saw uh, Fantastic Beasts together, yeah. right? Didn't like the second one. Nope. Um, did you like the second one? Nope. You didn't, dude. They booted Depp from the series. I saw that. That's insane. I hope they can somehow bring back because they should have just kept uh, the guy that played Graves. Um, why can't I think of his name? Colin Farrell. Yeah, they should have kept. Was great. He was fantastic. He they should have just kept him as Grindelwald. I know. He was a I much know. better Grindelwald. He was. Um, but 
Dude, Johnny Depp, didn't he get booted for getting his for getting uh, abused by his was it his wife? Something like that. And then he tried to like sue her and yeah. then got yeah, I, I don't know the whole details. Dude, of that I situation. guess she's like super abusive to him. Really? Yeah, like she was the abuser. Hmm. And that's too bad though. Warner Brothers was like, get out of here, Johnny. Hmm. I mean, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Yeah, I, I don't know the details <laughs> me of that neither, situation. Me neither, but I'm pretty sure it was something like that. But then everyone was like, yo, Warner Brothers, if you're going to get rid of Johnny Depp from Fantastic Beasts, then you need to get rid of Amber Heard from uh, the DC Universe. And they're like, nah. Who is Amber Heard? The one who was like abusive to him. Oh. Yeah. What, who does she play? She in? plays, uh, mm, it starts with an M. She's in Aquaman. She's like the love interest in Aquaman. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. Drama. I the DC. Do you like the DC extended universe? No, it's bad. It's not good. No, but you haven't even watched the Marvel extended universe. I've watched more of it than I watched the DC one. I've seen Wonder Woman and I've seen Wonder Woman was awesome. Wonder Woman was good. I'm excited to see 1984. Was it's it Wonder Woman suck. 1984? Yeah, it's you, think, you think so? I think so. Okay. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Gal- I don't know. Gal Gadot is a is a good actress, yeah. so maybe she can save it. Yeah. What are they going to do with Batman? Dude, okay. Haven't you seen the Batman trailer? It looks badass. Dude, it but looks it, But is Robert Pattinson going to take over the Batman in the DC in the DC Extended Universe? I don't think it's the same Batman. I don't know because uh, Snyder, what's his name? The director mm-hmm. of uh, like uh, Justice League. Yeah. His version, like completely unedited version, like extended ver- edited version is coming out on HBO Max. And I guess it's a far better film than Justice League was oh. because it's everything because he completely just filmed all this huge, massive storyline, long movie. And Warner Brothers was like, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. It just butchered his film. Justice League was a terrible movie. It's not good. But I guess this version is way better. And every and there's like a hashtag like Unite the Seven or something like that where everyone is like tweeting and talking about the new Snyder version that's supposed to come out and Ben Affleck was tweeting about it. So I think he's done playing Batman, but this new, they're trying to ramp up this new release of this extended justice league. I kind of want to watch it because I watched the extended version of Batman versus Superman, which is not a great film. Mm -hmm. And even the like five or six scenes that they cut explained so much about what's going on in that movie that it made it kind of a better movie. So the studio has destroyed They're the DC. They're murdering it, dude. Well, and I've heard the same thing about Suicide Squad. A lot of oh, the, yeah. a lot of the cut scenes with with uh, Joker, mm-hmm. like the best scenes between Joker and Harley Quinn, were cut from that movie, and it makes it so much better because all of a sudden the Joker is actually a better, like Jared Leto's Joker is actually a better Joker. I would imagine. Yeah, it, it, I don't know what Warner Brothers is doing. They're screwing it up, dude. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we kind of want to do what they're doing, Disney and, and Marvel, but then not doing it. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's so, so bad. But new Batman looks amazing. I don't think it's supposed to be extended universe. I think it's if they said it's Batman year two. Okay. So he's been Batman for a, a year. Okay. And this is his second year. Um I actually like that because I've seen the origin. No kidding. So many times. I mean, in Batman Begins, we see the beginning of Batman, Mm -hmm. but he's already using like he's got Fox who's introducing the tech and he's got his new his suit. That's all techie. This Batman is literally wearing like combat boots and like some kind of armor, padded armor. Really? Yeah. It's not clean. It's Mm -hmm. not. And the Riddler is 
He's just a dude in like a over a green trench coat with like a ta- like a duct taped mask, and he I really like the the so he's killing and catching and torturing corrupt politicians who are allowing like the the politicians to be criminal, and then calling out Batman for supporting the police and politicians while not stopping their corruption. Oh. Which is really interesting concept because Batman is supposed to be good and mm-hmm. going after the villains, but if the politicians are corrupt, why isn't he doing anything about them? And it's just this calling each other out and going in. Yeah. Interesting. I like good. that they're going Riddler. Riddler's yeah. a un, I think an underexplored villain underexplored, in the movies. Underrated, I think, because it's 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 it tests Batman's detective skills you know what i mean mm-hmm. in, in in the arkham series games you see a lot of riddler there's a lot like whole side missions of the riddler where you have to figure out what he's trying to get you to do and i don't know i think catwoman's gonna be in it too um we'll see did you ever watch gotham the tv show penguins in it too yeah oh Sorry. penguins in the new movie yes and okay. it's played by colin farrell oh yeah that's gonna be good yeah i've seen that's pictures of it it is creepy Really? Yeah. Okay. He's like, I think he's a politician. That makes sense. At first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'd never watch a show. I heard it's terrible. It's not great. Yeah. It is so bad. They butcher so many of the villains. Yeah. They try to like shoehorn them in too. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. I wouldn't, didn't even give it the chance or time of day. I watched the first season and. And I love Batman. Um, one thing I was, I wrote down in my notes that I wanted to tell you about. Did I tell you what I watched on the airplane? Mm-mm. I didn't? No. Muppets? And he didn't tell me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the Muppets. Have you ever seen the Muppets with uh, uh, Jason Siegel? Mm-mm. You know who that is, right? Yeah, I know Jason okay. Siegel. The guy who plays Marshall. Yeah, he wrote the movie. Oh, he did? Yes. Okay. And in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I think it's that movie. He does like the vampire thing. Yes. Yeah, he wants to do Muppets, right? Mm-hmm. That's what his thing is. So turns out that's true, and he really loves the Muppets. So he wrote this Muppet movie. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Dude, you have got to see it. Really? It is funny. Okay. It is funny because he he writes just like just these subtle jokes that are so good and just corny, mm-hmm. but they're good. Yeah. Um, He's and one I, of the best reasons why... How I Met Your Mother was was routinely funny. Dude, there's a there's a whole song sequence about if he's a man or a Muppet or a Muppet of a man. Really? Dude, it's amazing. That's funny. You have to All see right, it. I don't have to watch it. Um, so I, I downloaded that one. I downloaded the second one on my tablet for the flights um, to Texas. And here's this 34-year-old man just watching the Muppets on the plane. And I could see this dude in the reflection behind me, like, looking over, like, is this motherfucker watching the Muppets? <laughs> and, I, dude, I am obsessed with the Muppets right now. Mm. Jen's like, of course you are. You always get into things, and then you're like, I need a T-shirt of this. And then it's kind of, like, dies off. And I'm like, well, there's only limited Muppet things. That, well, no, there isn't. There's so many Muppet things I could watch. I just watched the 1970s Muppets movie. Um Rainbow Connection. Have you heard that song? Mm-mm. Kermit the Frog, Rainbow Connection. So good. Anyways, I'm really into the Muppets right now. Okay. Did they do Muppet Legos? No, I looked. Did they? I <laughs> uh, did you? I, <laughs> I looked, but I met. Well, they did. They did Sesame Street, like a Sesame Street um, set. That's mm. that's new and pretty cool. Um, it's one of the newer ones, but I don't really watch Sesame Street. I like the Muppets, like Gonzo mm-hmm. and you know. 
the second Muppets movie, Most Wanted, was not as good as the Jason Segel one, but it's pretty good. It's Richie Gervais and uh, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but there's like an imposter Kermit who's like this evil Russian imposter. And the only difference between the two Kermits is the imposter has like a mole. But he puts green makeup over the mole, and then he like super glues the a mole onto Kermit's face, so Kermit gets arrested and sent to a Russian gulag. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. But and I've never watched Muppets. Dude, it's so good. And in the in the in the most wanted, he clearly talks like this. Hey, I am Kermit the Frog. Like it's so <laughs> funny. But none of the Muppets can tell that it's not Kermit because he looks like Kermit. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> okay. It's so right, good. Wanna, it's, it just sounds interesting. It's corny. It. It's I'm corny, but it's like it's like a good like it's it's I don't know. They the way the humor is, it's genius, dude. Um Tons a lot better than watching the Harry Potter movies. For sure. You gotta watch them, dude. You gotta give them a chance. And if if uh you've never watched if you're listening, you've never watched those two Muppet movies, they're actually pretty good. Um so then I've been watching some of like the classics. I started the Muppets Treasure Island. I've seen the Muppet Christmas Carol. Probably watch that for Christmas. Um, dude, I'm just all Muppets lately. I was okay. looking at Muppets guitar straps. Really? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So check it out, dude. Don't be a hater. I'll, I know you'll never watch it, but probably not. Jason Siegel, dude. How I Met Your Mother. I thought that would sell you for sure. I started, well, kind of re- restarting Brooklyn Nine-Nine from the beginning. I've never seen that show. That is a great show. Well, I think, I think I'll never watch it. Yeah, you probably won't. What's it on to watch? It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll check it out. It's worth it. Uh, I started Community. I've heard that's really good. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, That has Chevy Chase in it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's his name? And what's his name? And what's his name? And what's his There's name? There's a lot of good act. Uh, it has um, uh, Donald Glover. Yes. Yeah. He's so good. And then it has the guy that played uh, Leslie Chow from Hangover. Yeah. What's his name? I can't remember. Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty good. He's the Spanish teacher. Uh, so far, it's pretty good, but I don't know. Welp. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it, yeah. dude, for today. Yeah, sorry um, I was late. No, it's all good. And thank you again for the turtle doves. Yes, of course. Um, Home Alone themed birthday this year. Um, I didn't bring it as well as I thought I was going to. What are you talking or, about? I don't know. You you bashed on it because of the lady, the bird lady. I, it's not bashing. I'm just okay, I'm just kidding. God, you <laughs> make me feel terrible. I gotta roast you a little bit. Um, watch that 46 minute video of Trump, dude. Oh God, did you see? So his star witness talking about Michigan's oh, I'll I'll have to send you the video man okay. it's just oh it's terrible um but just just it's so illuminating too I think it's it's something when I'm watching him I'm I'm thinking about historians watching this in the in the future this specific speech about you know somebody who's challenging uh elections fair and free election on, on the level in which he's doing he is not in good company of others who have done that. Mm-mm. And I can't help but think that when I'm watching this speech or just m- maybe find a, s- a site that like pulls excerpts from it so you can read it. But it's just it's ugly and it's an inf- it's infuriating. Like I, I'm I was getting pissed watching it like I had to kind of check out. Um, but that's Donald Trump and that's the America we live in uh, yeah, for now. For sure. Um, continue to stay safe. Listeners. Don't be super spreaders. It's still out there. Wear your masks. 
even though. Yes, please wear your mask. Jake works in the freaking retail, guys. Come on. Yeah. Trying to, get a new, trying to get a new job. <sighs> Aren't Try, we all? Trying to get a new job. Aren't we all? All right, Jake. Thank you for coming and uh, being prepared completely. Oh, yeah. Entirely. No, I showed up with everything that we needed today. <laughs> <laughs> I borrow this stuff once a month to record to the Republic, uh, and I forgot it. On my, <laughs> I grabbed the wrong backpack. So I have a backpack with all my laptops in mm-hmm. it, and I, have a back, and I have the backpack. And they're both Oakleys. They're both Oakley oh. backpacks. So I just grabbed an Oakley backpack one on my way out. One is bright red. And one's black. <laughs> yeah. And you walk in here and I'm like, do you have the gear? You're like, crap. <laughs> you walked right back out. <laughs> oh, typical me. All right. Bye, guys. Right, bye. Thank <laughs> you.